0: Hey guys, and welcome to a new episode of season two of activate the amygdala so if you don't already follow me on instagram which is the underscore science queen if you don't follow me on snapchat it's also the underscore science queen or follow me on twitter which is amygdala 95 i also have a website val's website but all my um, information will be on my instagram if you want to follow me so let's dive into this episode so this episode's one that I've actually written two papers on in middle school and I believe high school I've written about this or in college. I'm not sure which one it was and this story I actually found by accident because I was looking up the story of, what was it, I'm sorry, I don't remember now kidnapped victim was but it stumbled upon something similar to this so this is the story of Jeannie and she is a fair child who suffered horrible a terrible horrible childhood filled with a sadistic father a mother that really couldn't help much and just imagine how terrible a human being could be to someone so vulnerable that knows nothing of the outside, and they only look up to you for affection, for love, for trust, and all that. So, she's known as Jeannie, it's a nickname to protect the privacy that she had. So, when she was a toddler, her whole life, she was sequestered into a little room, single dark room, and she has experienced probably the worst and cruelest types of isolation known in American history. So, Jeannie was born in 1957. At only 20 months old, her father, Clark Wiley, he thought that she was mentally retarded. I mean, she was 20 months old. I mean, how can... You know, I'm not even going to start. So, he locked her up in one of the family's rooms. The room was located in the back of the house. So, the windows were covered completely with foil so there's no sunlight could hit through it or anybody could snoop around there or anything and it consisted of this little kind of a box of wires and a child like a potty chair somewhat like that so for nearly 11 12 years she suffered Terrible abuse, verbally, phys- lots of physical abuse by her terrible father. Locked her to that, strapped her to that chair with a homemade strapping device he did himself. And every time she would make a noise, he would hit her with a one, quote, one by three foot board every time she cried. So, under this, he was very paranoid, her father, about everything. He kept a gun. Um, in his lap at all times just a form of don't fuck with me kind of thing so until Jeannie was around 13 years old that's when the abuse was you know seen it was discovered and nope everybody realized that what the fuck is going on here so on november 4th 1970 her mother she was first of all completely covered in cataracts she was blind basically she was so scared of what the father was doing she didn't know what to do she was scared that he was going to kill her and probably kill the children so she went to get assistance in Temple City California Um, so she left him when a social worker went to meet up with the house Jeannie's appearance was so horrid and obviously secrets kept secrets were pouring out at this point she wore diapers she couldn't speak she basically had the mindset of a baby at this point she crawled around the floor Uh, the social worker probably believed that she was a six-year-old maybe autistic and when they realized what how old she really was she was she immediately the I'm sorry the social worker immediately contacted the supervisor who alerted the LA police department. So when the family's family's home was pretty much described, <laughs> I looked it up and Jeannie's brother, I will get through the siblings that she's had, the brother called it, quote, concentration camp. So obviously what they found was not a shocker by already looking how Jeannie was, you know, treated and looked, the house was, <laughs> It was not a walk in the park. So apart from seeing that of the room that she was entrapped for basically her entire life, the house was complete darkness. All the blinds were completely shut. Everything was just eerie. It was weird. So upon this, um, Jeannie um, officials, basically they said that Jeannie had had a physical, development of around an 8 to 9 year old she weighed under 60 pounds at this point so at this point in quote a solitary confinement is diabolically the most severe punishment and really quite dramatic symptoms develop in as little as 15 minutes to an hour and certainly inside of 2 or 3 days and try to expand this to 10 years can boggle anyone's mind says Jay Shirley so obviously both the parents were arrested at this point charged with child abuse and before the father could actually get to the court and see a judge and be um fairly (laughs) not even fairly fuck him to be you know sentenced at this point he shot and he killed himself committed suicide supposedly there was a suicide letter that he left behind saying "Quote: The world will never understand." Quote. What a fucking bitch. So he was buried with all these, all all this information that investigators were trying to figure out why this happened, why he did it, why at this point with this child, why didn't he do it with the son, why didn't he just kill them? And all these all these questions were going around them. So eventually, the mother was her charges were dropped at this point because she was trying to escape her sadistic husband at this point and she was not given custody then then after that she wasn't given custody of her child she was sent off to a bunch of therapists and doctors so around the 1970s Jeannie was used as the, the most extraordinary case study at this point it was quote developmental consequence of extreme social isolation she was just at this point around the 70s was the whole thing with vietnam going on and the beatles were breaking up but this was just like whoa the number one story going on the most incredible finding and just therapists doctors were just thriving to get her to just test out their own experiments to see how could someone live such a sequestered life how are they developing will they ever learn language will they ever learn how to walk will they ever be a human being at this point so her birthday was celebrated when she was 14 at the children's hospital in la and eventually she did learn how to read a little bit and use some type of sign language at this point but this she didn't make a lot of accomplishments but there was also a lot of you know going back at it and at this point um, researchers tried their best at this point to help her out and she was I, she went through a bunch of foster care bunch of caretakers none of them really um, could take care of her he, she even went to a special house for special children and she was just taken back and it was that's that's really sad that she was just no one could take care of her at this point so around 1977 she was able to talk to the children's hospital that her foster parents had physically punished her for vomiting at that point Jeannie's speech was never recovered at this point when she turned 18 she moved back sadly with her mother into her childhood home where she was strapped for days and she couldn't see sunlight and she wasn't, you know, hugged or shown affection or just basically treated as a dog. Everything she did, she knew that she could be smacked or hit or verbally abused. She couldn't make a noise. She couldn't cry. She couldn't do anything at this point. So, after that, when she moved in with her mother, course that didn't work out because her mother couldn't handle it either so not really could be much at this point therapists were juggling around and they wanted to take her in as her own but it was just too much it was like having like a little animal you know into your house so at this point the the whereabouts of where she really is is unknown I think she's around, she's probably around 60 years old. She's probably some in some private institution in Southern California. She's, you know, she's never really learned how to read efficiently or act like a total human being. And basically, a lot of people, a lot of therapists at that point when they first met Jeannie are still searching for her. But her whereabouts are completely there's there's there literally there's no like leads or anything they can't find her at all. so let's go over the actual physical and emotional abuse that she's endured and just how I don't want to say fascinating it's just how barbaric someone could be to someone that's so vulnerable so small that just has complete trust in you because there's no one else around that it could help and they try their best even when they don't understand just to you know satisfy you so Jeannie's father was pretty he had a i don't know if it's true or not because it just seems stupid he had an insensitivity to sound so he punished her for making any noise um for any reason Especially around feeding time, apparently. Um, He would allow Jeannie's mom, Irene, a few minutes to feed her. So when Jeannie had trouble chewing or swallowing, um, her father would shove food in her face. So if Jeannie attempted to make any sounds during that, he would beat her with a wooden board until she was quiet. So he also used the same board on her brother, John. So, when authorities finally came to see how what the abuse was like, obviously she was in extreme neglect. neglect. Um, she was dirty, unbathed, was wearing soiled diapers. She obviously never used, ha- never learned how to use a toilet. Um, her father also used a straitjacket to haul her down on the potty chair. And she was um, confined as well in a wire-bound crib that couldn't let her move anywhere so Jeannie wasn't the only kid that these um, terrible parents had Um, as I mentioned John was also her brother so Clark and Irene Wiley had four children together although Clark reportedly did not want to be a father and he hated kids I mean why didn't you just pull out or I don't know plan B The fuck So, he physically abused his wife, not surprised, and he didn't let her leave the house ever. Um, And and her injuries, while he abused her, were so horrid that she had to go to the hospital at times. So, in 1948, they had their first kid, Dorothy. Um, Clark began to show signs of, like, some kind of, like, sensitivity to sounds apparently so when the baby obviously started crying because all babies start crying he just found it completely annoying so he put the baby in the garage and the garage was freezing cold and the baby caught pneumonia and obviously died shortly after so the second child Robert he was born in 1949 and he died after two days most likely from neglect i would not be surprised honestly then in 1952 they had another son named john so at four years old john went to live with clark's mom pearl two years later he witnessed a truck hit and kill her so after his mother died clark moved his family to pearl's home and became very abusive so that's where investigators think that's where he mostly cracked i mean he's been wild even before that how the fuck would you leave a kid in a garage a cold ass garage. That's fucked. If you don't want the kids, just put them in adoption. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? And so, supposedly, that's where he snapped even more after he was just traumatized after his mother's death, and just became horrible, like a horrible monster to Genie. So here's just like a little snippet that I found from a documentary that TLC made in 2003. It's just a little a little snippet of basically what the difference is of extremely neglected brain and a normal brain and when it comes to learning and all that. And then I'm going to give my opinion because when I'm reading some of these things, some of it sounds a little weird. But I'll give my opinion right after this. Brand, the, the left part of her cortex that, that has those neural systems responsible for speech and language because she never heard any words and because she was never t- taught, spoken to very often they didn't get stimulated and because they weren't stimulated they got s- smaller and less functional and disconnected and ultimately that part of the brain literally physically changes Today with modern imaging technology We can actually see what happens in the brains of feral children, and the effects are shocking. Without normal stimulation, their brains are smaller and malformed. And the earlier this neglect begins, and the longer it carries on, the worse the damage will be. Starved of stimulation, Jeannie's brain had simply not developed the capacity for language. And now that she was a teenager, she would never be able to learn. Despite this, genie continued to be a close part of everyone's life. But there was more trouble ahead. So when I was reading upon towards the end of... Basically everything. Sorry, I had to pause and think about that. Um, when they said the genie was going back and forth with a bunch of foster cares and caregivers and all that. There was one part that said that she was beaten again because she vomited and that's when she never spoke again and her progression basically stayed there and she didn't progress anymore so at that point I believe the government just ran out of money to help her out and all this BS the scientists and therapists were like trying to help her out they gave her back to her mother and that didn't work out then either I mean why the fuck would you take her back to her mother in her in the own like and back to that terrible home that she ter she just i I don't even have words like it's just why who in in the right mind would be like hey like we're done testing all these things and we're done with linguistic testing and and we're done studying you we're gonna give you back to your mother going back to the home that you were trapped in. Binded to a fucking potty chair. Beaten with the board. shoved food in your mouth. You were growled at as a baby so you would shut up. And you were in a crib filled with wires. No, it's okay. Go back to that. It's alright. We're just done with our test. I think it's a bunch of BS. All that. Even though they said they cared for her and they tried this and they tried that. Please. So, supposedly genie is there's no really sign of where her whereabouts are supposedly recently she is doing well she's fine but no one can find her none of the therapists that worked with her at that point found her nobody knows where she is but yeah that is the story of Jeannie, the feral child and not a lot of people have heard this crazy ass story so I'm gonna put the pictures up of her obviously her parents the room that she stayed in and the difference with um neglected brain and normal brain I'm just gonna put that up and there's a video of her trying to walk it's so sad it's it's her trying to if she had this horrible hip defor- deformation obviously because she was binded down to a chair Of how she's trying to walk down. This little rail. And she's just walking. Like as if It just looks. It's just so sad. How someone could do that. And yeah. Hopefully. She is doing well. Hopefully she finds help. And she progresses some way. She finds some sort of happiness. But yeah. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you guys like. Some of the new music, and I will see you guys. And you could follow me. Um, preferably Instagram because most of my um other social media things are up there. So if you want to follow me, it's the underscore science queen. If you want to follow me on Snapchat, it's also the underscore science queen. Twitter is amygdala 90 amygdala 95. And I have a website. Check it out. It's ValsWebsite.com And yeah, stay tuned for more episodes probably coming this week. Bye.